When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Mini episode. Mini episode. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Ah, babe, do you remember Tiger King? Oh my god, I love Tiger King so much. It was It was just, what, two years ago this this incredible documentary series debuted on Netflix while everybody was locked up in their homes and in the Remember that pandemic we had way back when? <laughs> uh, but guys, <laughs> it's been two years, which you know what that means. They made a movie about it. Yes! <laughs> Look, I know a bunch of people are like, mm, that boat sailed. You know, I'm still in. I'm still in. Yeah, well, okay. So in the last, what, like two, three months... I mean, we got a season two of Tiger King. Yeah, uh, by the way, guys, Netflix. if you didn't watch it, go watch season two of Tiger King. It's still quite intense. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. Yeah, they, they debuted in November, apparently. Back when we watched it, it's like five episodes. There's crazy shit, of course, still going on with it. Like, there were those guys that were trying, you know, everybody's like, yeah, free free Joe, Joe Exotic, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And like the guys that were traveling around the country to try to get Trump to pardon him. Oh my god! But but it was like, oh yeah, we got a meeting with them like the day after he got COVID, and then like, all right, we have to reschedule a couple of months, and then it was January sixth. Yeah, yeah, they they were like, oh, there's a big Trump rally happening at the at the the Capitol. We should go. They show up to January sixth, and holy shit, guys, the footage of them getting out of their van is like like. Like the guys from Ghost Adventures taking a wrong turn, just like, what's going on, bro? What is all this? And then, like, the Trumpers start, like, what are you doing here? Don't bring your Tiger King shit. This is about America, freedom. Trump don't give a shit. Like... <laughs> and, they, and they, like, drive back to their hotel, which was, like, 45 minutes out of town or whatever. And they're, like, watching the news, like, holy shit, we were in the middle of that. <laughs> Yeah, it was like like this like weird flamboyant lawyer and the guy who ran uh, Joe Exotic's political campaign. Oh, was it that kid? Yeah, it was that kid. Oh, I thought it was somebody. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because his whole thing was like, I got roped into it again. <laughs> yeah, and then like there's another episode where uh, they, they, apparently, uh, you know, the whole Carol Basket and her husband going missing is like reopened that cold case. Yeah. And they're starting to realize like, 
you know, he may have just disappeared in Costa Rica and not told anybody, but we can't really go there to investigate that much, so... Yeah, we'll but but there that. is, like, a bunch of other... There's so much fishy stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... Yeah, yeah. a lot, a lot you of get table more, stuff. But... You get more interviews with his secretary. Turns out they were banging. I'm sure you're all shocked. <laughs> that, I, that was assumed, I, I thought. <laughs> right. But... <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. More about uh, the, the the wonderful Jeff and Valerie Lowe. Oh my God, they're awful. <laughs> they're so awful. And and their new uh, their new zoo they were making with and their uh, new tip... concubine. Remember? Oh, that's right. They added another girl to the relationship. Right. They, they had a new stripper. <laughs> they added in a, a Dilla or you know, second. Yeah, well, a second person. Well, you know, now that the wife's had the baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hot dog in the hallway. Uh, <laughs> And then, oh yeah, Tim Stark going nuts. Oh my like god, Tim Stark loses his mind between COVID and Carol Baskin. Oh my god. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Um, is it as good as the first season? I mean, obviously, no. But I, I, it's just more craziness. And you, you start realizing, like, just a lot of insane people in this yeah. underground tiger kingdom so steve i'm gonna blow your mind this is like animal people whenever you get into like like people who are into a kind of animal like take horse people cross them with cat people you have tiger people yeah like steve (laughs) if this was just like dobermans this wouldn't be interesting like dog people are all way crazier than this yeah oh yeah like guys best in show is much more documentary than it is mockumentary (laughs) Oh, and then, uh, what, a month or so later, the they had a, I don't know, a, a short season of, like, three episodes about Doc Al. Yeah, because they had to cut that short because that is currently pending. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know more about Doc Al. Yeah, they go into his background, like, I guess in the 80s, there was a place in Virginia called, like, Yogaville. Yeah. And that was ran by some, uh, uh, not Sherpa, what am I, Sean? Um, yeah, oh, my God. Yogi. Yeah, a yogi. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was... Uh, it was a cult. Doc, it was a cult. Doc Antle, uh, he was basically like, uh, just this mustachioed magician who was like, <laughs> hey, I can learn from this guy, this uh, this old guy who's, I don't know, just running through strange trim every week because he's right? a cult leader. And, and then Doc Antle started banging all the underage trim, it turns oh, out. Oh, God, all of the underage... Ugh. So many 14-year-olds, guys. So many. Yeah. Um, and of course they interview some of them now they're grown up like in their 40s mm-hmm. and stuff and it's just oh the tea is spilled yeah <laughs> oh then you find out about it is one, one of his buddies that mark topping guy who uh was there for a good decade or so and oh, then yeah. mysteriously died yeah. falling down a waterfall or something yeah, yeah yeah when he well like when the police wanted to talk to him about what doc was doing yeah. on the compound and then all of a sudden he's dead and his brother's given a lot of money to just sort of disappear like in mexico or something yeah Ugh. <laughs> fucking shady shit all around oh my God. <laughs> but but we're not here to talk about that because we're not new on peacock <gasps> joe versus carol what? Look, there was a time when there were like what three or four competing like Tiger right? King shows that were coming out, and everything fell through except this one with uh, Kate McKinnon as Carol Baskin and John Cameron Mitchell as Joe Exotic. Yes! I 
I feel like this the only reason this made it through is because of Kate McKinnon and like her SNL connections and ooh, yeah. Peacock and all that just kind of getting it through. And we're going to get to it, but the casting on this is so good. Oh, oh my God. Kyle McLaughlin <laughs> as Howard Baskin, Carol's <laughs> husband. I, I would Holy not shit. have ever guessed it. It's so good. I, it was fantastic. <sighs> when, when Dean Winters came in as Jeff Lowe. <laughs> Another one, if you'd said, like, who's going to play Jeff Lowe? I would not have pictured Dean Winters. Holy shit, guys. He becomes Jeff Lowe. William Fickner as uh, <laughs> the, the producer Rick Kirkham. It was like, yeah, I uh, used to work for Inside Edition. And uh, then I uh, got addicted to crack on an episode. And, uh, you know, I've been doing things since then. But <laughs> Oh, I, I loved his delivery. It was like, uh, yeah. And then uh, I went undercover and smoked crack. So they fired me. They fired you for smoking crack for doing a story? Well, yeah, I smoked all that crack. And then I smoked a lot more crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a, a, you know, a bunch of other actors and stuff in there. But, I mean, just spitting images, like with the, the, yeah. the makeup and the costuming and stuff, obviously. But it was just crazy. Like <laughs> Faramir playing Don Lewis? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> Like this guy looks familiar. Is that like David Thewlis? Oh no, it's a look like a guy from Lord of the Rings. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wow. And oh my god, I had not heard of the guy who played Doc Annell, but holy shit, I thought they had Doc Annell. <laughs> like, okay, this guy looks really close. I have to see like, oh, it's some Australian guy that happens to look like him. And, yeah, um, and he has the mannerisms down. He has the the cadence down like this guy studied doc Antle. yeah uh, and it, it's like eight episodes uh what 45 to 55 minutes it's basically yeah. like like a seven hour mini series yeah um yeah uh, and it i okay obviously the documentary was a little one-sided let's be real what? like it was very joe centric because it was about joe yeah and you know carol baskin is of course the villain in the story blah 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 yeah. I like how the series kind of showed of like both perspectives and like the this, motivations. It was very of them. Carol sympathetic, though. Oh, absolutely, like, absolutely. absolutely. And but, I think that's the big reason why people are sort of downvoting it. Yeah, um, I was gonna ask. Is, like... I think that like because they make Carol so, so sympathetic, you almost get frustrated because we know she's not that innocent. She's probably not as guilty as a lot of us think she is, but. Yeah. Guys, this world they're in, you can't be innocent and be part of it. <laughs> yeah, she, she's, I mean, let's be real. She's a shrewd businessman. Yeah. Or businesswoman, at least. Yeah. And, you know, that's going to you know ruffle some feathers and stuff, mm-hmm. especially in, you know, this kind of an industry and stuff. Did she kill her husband? I mean, maybe. Is, I mean, did, did certain <laughs> she things happen to happened. go her way? Yeah. She knows oh, what of happened. Of course, yeah. Like, whether he was killed by a cartel or just had an accident or whatever she knows a lot more than she's saying absolutely and there's a very specific reason you marry a lawyer mm-hmm. and so you can be litigious right <laughs> uh, oh my god Kyle McLaughlin is oh the husband god. though oh. I, I I absolutely loved it I was like how are you gonna make him like one of the best characters in this right show? it makes him so much more enjoyable because he is just so vanilla and like like he's just like oh gosh darn it I'm so mad <laughs> <laughs> it's Kyle McLaughlin! <laughs> um, so, you, so you mentioned it. Um, the ratings are kind of low. Like, IMDb, it's like between a 5 and a 6, you know, depending on the episode and yeah. stuff. And uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 35% with the critics, 89% with the audience, but only 19 user ratings thus far. Oh. Like, there seem to be a lot of people even watching the show. 
has has the time passed or do you think it's just because it came out like last week or maybe a little bit of both i don't know like i think maybe some people are sort of tiger kinged out because they got so deep into tiger king when it came out two yeah. two years ago and i i will grant like the last two episodes drag they, and there's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of stuff especially if you watch a second season of tiger king that's just wrong they just added it into the series yeah. for i don't know why well yeah, it, i know why it's... because there's the current pending lawsuits yeah. Yeah, and yeah, investigations yeah, yeah. they can't they can't go near and so there's a lot of characters in the show in, in the the joe versus carol who are much guiltier in real life that they sort of <laughs> bypass <laughs> all right so so where are all the drugs <laughs> yeah right? they, they 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 obviously they they kind of smooth the edges of the of the documentary yeah. in the real life situation to make a dramatic slash comedic kind of a weird tone miniseries and stuff mm-hmm. out of it which i mean yeah there's some parts where it's just just hilarious and there's yeah. other parts where it's like uh should i be laughing at something like this <laughs> i mean there's a couple of scenes that are so awful and you guys yeah. if you guys watch tiger king which i know you did you know exactly what i'm talking about you have to laugh because there's like no other way to express the energy yeah it's like it's like it happened the the thing is okay watching this whole thing like watching like you know if i didn't if i hadn't seen the tiger king documentary and like Mm -hmm. knew the background knew this stuff happened i'd be like there's no fucking this is horrible writing this i mean i mean okay there is some questionable writing but (laughs) there's also uh, some very good writing but 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 you know you have to adjust things but but it's like just the things that happen out of you know just out of nowhere and stuff it's like oh this 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 is like a bad thing but it's like oh but that's also kind of what really happened so weirdly (laughs) this is a toned down version of the documentary yeah yeah absolutely like the like the documentary is even crazier than this but the guys the acting's good there are some genuinely good funny scenes i'd say watch it just to see because the casting and the costuming is so good did you know carol baskin had a daughter (laughs) i did because i looked it up when we were watching the show but she's not in the documentary at all yeah okay and she's a big part of this yeah she's a big part of the show and i feel like it's primarily because they needed another character for carol to exposition off of kind yeah, of but sympathize to yeah and, yeah, yeah. And, you know make her seem human you know because kind of, yeah. the documentary really doesn't but because she sort of doesn't act like a human yeah <laughs> but uh I, I mean babe here's here's the real question yeah would you recommend it oh yeah yeah i would too i mean it's it's actually it's almost more accessible than a documentary is, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I can it's see... more palatable if you skip the documentary because because it was too real, and I totally get it. Yeah, this is a good way to get like the majority of the story with really just like two rough scenes. Yeah, and and, and, and like rough scenes, like it's you you know stuff off screen and yeah. you, know, you know like like you don't see it it's kind of music swells you see a reaction and mm-hmm. stuff like that but yeah yeah it's it's definitely like way toned down so yeah so if you if you have a tender heart especially for the animals this is a much yeah. more palatable way yeah. to digest a bunch of the craziness of just the people drama yeah yeah i i i'd recommend it, it obviously you know what it was missing though 
What's that? We never got to see Giant Chucky guy on his uh, ski dude. On a ski dude. <laughs> Maybe it was a post-credits <laughs> thing or something. Yeah. What was his real name? Uh, James Gerritsen. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garretson. James Gerritsen. <laughs> Chucky doll. Uh, hey, yeah. Steve, I, I, would you recommend it? I, I would. I mean, obviously, we we kind of been in the Tiger King <laughs> thing for the past couple of years, and we are Tiger I mean, King fans. I, I'd rate this like an eight out of a ten. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. Is it a more digestible version of the documentary done in you know a format people may be more comfortable with? Absolutely. Yes. Am I a little disappointed Nicolas Cage's version didn't never <laughs> happen? Actually, not really. I, I think this would have been better. Like, would Nick Cage have done better as Joe Exotic? Probably not. I mean, John Cameron Mitchell. Uh, he did a great job. Uh, for those who don't know, he's uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Uh, Angry Inch. Sorry. I don't know if I said it right. Uh, he's the star of that from like 20 years ago. But, I mean, he, he fucking knocked it out of the park. Yeah. The last episode really turned into a, a musical trial having <laughs> an angry intro homage. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is why they saved this kind of stuff to the last episode. That, that suit in the last episode, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Guys, there is a leopard print, shiny velvet and satin suit. Watch to the end to see that suit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I say check it out mm-hmm. if you're interested. If not, obviously you're just going to watch the Batman again, which I can completely understand. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll we'll check it as soon as we're wanting to go to a yeah. theater. But yeah, yeah. Hey, we still, still haven't seen Spider Man yet. So no, but uh, <laughs> on the new Batman, I'm going to go ahead and quote my uh, my Malaysian friend. Uh, Vampire Batman is sexy. <laughs> That's what she said. I don't know. I don't right. I don't get his appeal, but. Oh, I can't wait to see Fat Colin Farrell mm, oh, as the Penguin. Yeah, nobody's gonna be able to beat Devito. They should just bring well, I mean. Devito back. <laughs> He's yeah. too busy making Sunny episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, I guess uh, on that note, until next time. Or wait, babe, are you on uh, social media at all? Oh, I am. You can find me and my art everywhere at Untidy Venus on all the social medias. I also have an Etsy shop at untidyvenus.etsy.com and I have a Patreon. Come join the Sticker of the Month Club. It's at Untidy Venus on Patreon. Steve, where can we find you? Oh, you can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies or hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. Hope you guys are uh, enjoying Marky March because uh, coming next month, oh man, we're going balls deep into April again. Ah, oh, so many A movies. So many A movies. Oh, so, they're all so fucking great. Oh, uh, everything I learned from A movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess uh, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, everything I, learned I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now